With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Father, indeed, it is good that you are our God. We praise you, Lord, for who you are. There is no God like you, Father, not in heaven and not in earth. You are the only true wise God, and for this we magnify your name, God. We praise you. We bless you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of life, health, and strength. We thank you, Lord God, for the gift of salvation, Father. We thank you for forgiveness, God. We praise you, Father God, for life, health, and strength. We thank you, Lord, for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. We praise you, Jesus. We bless you, God. We thank you, Lord God, for your name, God, that we took on in water baptism, God, as a public confession of our relationship with you, God. We bless you, God. We thank you, Lord. Father, as we prepare for our study tonight, we ask now, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would illuminate our hearts, God. Oh, Father God, we ask for spiritual wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Oh, God, God, our thoughts, God, our mind, our our motives, Father God, our decisions and every, Father God, um, discussions and questions that may be asked and be stated, God, you get all the honor and all the glory, oh God, from those questions and remarks, God. Help us to make good application to our lives, God. Help us to walk circumspectly, Father, not as fools, God, but as wise, redeeming the time. For the days are evil, God. We praise you, Jesus. God, we glorify you. We honor you and we bless you, Father. Thank you now, Lord. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, good evening to all. And God bless all of us, that all of you that are joining us tonight in our study. Um, for this is the day, like every other day, that the Lord has made. But in this particular day, we will rejoice and give God all the praise for being merciful unto us. We want to thank God for all that are joining us tonight. Those who are from New York, the New York area, South Georgia, and Florida area, we thank God for you. And we pray for those who will be joining us um, as we progress in our study tonight. Another night, um, we have a challenge before us for the Word of God. And um, looking forward for a great time in the Lord tonight. I want to remind you that this is a ministry of Zam Faith Chapel, Zenith Apostolic Ministry. Um, God is truly blessing us. Um, um, we are now expanding the work of God into the foreign nations. Um, as we speak, God has, is now blessing us with a ministry 
in the country of Jamaica. And for that, we give God all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory for that. Um, but this presently, we our headquarters are located um, 1119 Joseph Avenue, Rochester, New York. And our presiding bishop, Samuel White, Jr., is our senior pastor up there. Also, the prelate of this uh, work for Zam, we thank God for him. Um, the church phone number up there is 585-270-4861. That number is 585-270-4861. And um, you may call them at any time to get more information about the program or ministry that they have up there in the New York area. Down here in the Georgia area, the central Georgia area, um, we are at 304 Murphy Street, 304 Murphy Street, Midville, Georgia, 30441. Good phone contact is 478 602091. Also want to um, encourage you um, for um, to attend our upcoming event that we have um, May third. I'm sorry, May seventh at three p.m. until six p.m. Highway fifty six, Midville, Georgia. Um, our fundraising program. We're presenting a Mother's Day gospel program at the Robinson Grove Missionary Baptist Church. There, Pastor Nehemiah Dishman is the senior pastor, and we thank God for him helping us out in doing what we have to do. On that program, we'll be featuring um, our presiding bishop and the Faith Chapel um, um, Praise and Worship Singers, also the Gospel Tunes um, out of mid Georgia, and the Resurrection Gospel Singers out of Midland, Georgia. That program is May 7th, 2016 at 3 p.m. And we would like to ask you if you are unable to attend our program, gospel program, we would be appreciative if you would send us a offering. The mailing address is 400 Murphy Street, um, write it down, please. 400 Murphy Street, Midville, Georgia, 30441. If you're sending us a love offering, we would appreciate that, and I am sure you will be blessed. No gimmicks, no skein. If you can't send it, still um, stay in touch with us for prayer and counseling. Many of you that um, would like to have um, prayer or counseling, our phone line is always open. You can call any time you wish to call, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, and um, you will be um, blessed. Okay, having said that, I think I have exhausted that time for the um, for that announcement. Um, so <clears throat> let us prepare now for the Word of God. Um, we are back in the book of Ruth, the last chapter. Chapter 4, and only four small chapters are there. 
Um, we had done we done with one, two, and three, and we had an awesome time up at this point. And I am sure tonight will be the same. Okay, so chapter four of the book of Ruth, and remember questions, answers, and response are welcome um, during our study tonight. Well, let us look at um, this this chapter. Um, See what we can get out of it. When I um, look at this chapter, I see it's all about redemption. This chapter is all about redemption, um, which according to um, the Bible dictionary, um, redemption means to be delivered, deliverance from some evil um, by the force or by some type of um, which was inflicted on you, but you to be delivered from it, um, there must be a payment of price. So let's let's break it down quick. Um, redemption again means to be delivered from some form of evil um, by payment. Okay? There's a price to be paid for it. Um, well, for the saints of God, for us, our um, positional um, opposition that we have in redemption has been completed. It's in the past tense. Um, we have been redeemed. We we are not being redeemed. We have been redeemed. Um, so that is a victory note for us. Um, you and I have been redeemed. We are not trying to get redeemed. Once we have been redeemed, um, we now have to accept the penalty of the redemption, and uh, once we have, once we accept the penalty of redemption, um, which is or acknowledge the penalty, that's what should I say, acknowledge it, um, which was the death, burial, and resurrection, the shedded blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are now then placed into the family of God. Um, our name then has been written in the Lamb Book of Life. Um, this is not a literal book. There is no book in heaven um, where an angel is writing your names down. There is no books in heaven. When it says that we have been um, 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 in the Lamb Book of Life, it is saying that once we accept Jesus Christ into our lives, we are now been added to the genealogy of Jesus, the genealogy of Jesus Christ. If you were to go into the gospel according to St. Matthew, um, the gospel according to St. Matthew, and you would look at chapter 1, just for your understanding sake of what I am saying, um, and I am turning you, Matthew chapter 1, and you would look at... Um, from verse, well, actually verse 16 and 17. It says, um, and matter of fact, when you go all the way from, from verse 1 to verse 16, you'll see a bunch of names that were added to a genealogy. And then when you get into verse um, 16, it says, and Jacob begot Joseph, I'm the husband of Mary, 
of whom was born Jesus, um, who is called Christ. And, and so all the generation from Abraham to David and on and on, it, it, it gives that. So you can add your name. You could add your name right after um, Jesus because you also are part of the genealogy of Jesus. Okay, so um, when it states that um, your name is written in the book, Lamb Book of Life, it is only saying that you have been added to the genealogy of Jesus. So, again, there is no big book in heaven. You know, we were raised to believe that um, um, when the role is called up yonder, um, you know, there's some good stuff. We used to go stuff like that. But there's no, there ain't no role. No role is called. You're not going to be on no big long line for your role, for your name to call. If you, if you make it in the rapture and you go in the rapture to heaven, you are in heaven. There, you are in heaven. You are there with them. Now, if you don't make it in heaven, then there's another stage of process, which is called the tribulation period that you have to go through. Okay, during that period, that's the time when there would be, um, um, would be called um, the goat and the sheep, one on side and one on the other side. But the church is not going through that period. You must try, do your best, live godly to make the rapture so you don't have to go through the tribulation period, okay? Um, I, I don't want to go through the tribulation period. I am not going through the tribulation period. I don't believe that God would save me to put me through the tribulation period, and then um, um, I miss out on him. Amen. I am longing for the rapture of the Lord Jesus Christ so that I would be with him, and that's what you should consider in your life, saints of God, um, strive for the rapture of God. So, again, um, let me say that it is no book in heaven. It is the genealogy of Jesus Christ. So our positional redemption is, com- is completed in past tense. It's not being done. God is not um, um, dying for us today. Um, he's not shedding his blood today. It was shed once and for all, and that will never happen again, my brothers and sisters. Um, it's, it's a one-time job. So it's now for you and I to accept that and to become a part of his, um, his redemptive work. Um, that's done. It's done. It's dusted. It's finished. Nothing will ever change that. No one can do it. No work we can do to for our redemption. Nothing we can do to be saved but to accept the fact that Jesus Christ died for us. Accept it, repent of our sins, turn away from our lifestyle, and accept Christ, okay? So here in this scripture or in this particular chapter, um, you will find um, a picture of, of Jesus who purchased um, our place of slavery into, from sin. He purchased our place into it. Um, he took us away from this, from the power um, of sin um, or of the power of death and the grave. But this thing, the power of sin is still around. It's still 
um, operating in the land today, um, men and women, boys and girls, those who name the name of Jesus are still wrestling with issues because they um, they don't understand the simplicity of the word of God that comes to bring redemption, so deliverance to us. If you have been redeemed, if you have received um, Christ as Lord into your life, okay, um, there would be conflict in your life, but um, there is a way out. God will never put more on you than you can bear. You must realize that, okay? Um, um, as we live our lives on earth today, there will always be an ongoing conflict in our lives, but we can repose and we can look back. We can repose and look back to the work that Jesus did on the cross and every day claim his, his death for our lives, claim it, claim it. We can't redo it, but we can claim it over and over every time we have conflict in our lives, we fall and and um, don't give up on God. Don't give up on God. Okay, there may come a time in your life when you have not enough brothers or sisters in your life to counsel you or to deal with certain issues in your life, and you may not be to that point of understanding of that you can always go to the Lord in prayer, and He will hear your cry and deliver you. And then, if that's not happening, you end up in error and end up failing, okay? But you don't have to give up on God. You don't have to know that at the end of the day, he has paid for your sins, okay? He paid for your sins. He is your redeemer. Just like Boaz here um, is the redeemer um, to Ruth. Jesus Christ is our redeemer, okay? There will always be a conflict in our lives. Onward, going conflict in our lives, all would go in conflict. But I'm telling you, if you um, wait it out, if you trust God, you will be an overcomer. You will be an overcomer. Amen. Um, so <clears throat> let us begin our study again tonight, and that was a type of introduction. Um, just want to know, let you know this is what we will get out of this chapter Matter of fact, there are four stages that I think we can learn or walk away from this chapter in our study. Number one, um, we will learn how our ongoing redemption and where it comes from. Our faith is focused on God. On God. Um, our ongoing redemption comes from the idea that Jesus Christ had died for us and that he is, okay, he is the only um, redeemer that we need. He was the only one willing and capable to redeem us. Number two, what is the purpose of the law, or what was the purpose of the law? Um, what is the purpose of the law? Why was the law given? Okay, versus grace. What is the purpose of the law? Okay, do you have to keep all ten commandments? Do you have to keep all four hundred and some ceremonial law of the Old Testament. What was the purpose? All of this we would pull out of this out of this chapter. Then number three, what part of the law now plays in our Christian life or in our walk with God as being saints of God? What part of the law plays into our lives? What part of the law is important? Or 
for our freedom in Christ. And finally, we will focus on how freedom leads to fruitfulness. Okay? You need to be free in your life to have fruit in your life. Okay? If you're not free in your spirit, you will not have any fruit in your spirit. And um, sometimes when we are entangled in bondage and with yoga bondage, we try to bring deliverance to people, but we ourselves are entangled. So we, as, as a result, we then causing that person or those individuals to become entangled. We have to be free. We have to be free in order to, um, to get our deliverance. We have to be free and to bring deliverance to people. Okay, verse 1 and verse 2. Now Boaz went up to the gate and sat down there, and behold, the close relative of whom Boaz spoke was passing by. So he said, turn aside, my friend, sit down here. And he turned aside and sat down. And he took ten men of the elders of the city and said, Sit down here. So they sat down. There's a couple of rich things here in this, in these two verses that I wish for us to pull out. First of all, um, when it says that Boaz, or, or about his new relative, remember it was stated back in the third chapter to root that by Boaz that he was willing to redeem her. But um, there was another relative that was much closer than he was that had the first preference. But in the event that he decides that he didn't want to um, redeem her, that um, Boaz said that he was willing to redeem her. Um, somehow, um, I call this wisdom and being wise. We, we have to be wise in our dealing in ministry and things that we're doing. Um, Boaz said, um, now, if, she doesn't, if he doesn't redeem you, I will redeem you. I, I, I'll be glad to redeem you. Um, if there is something that you want to do in life, if there's something in ministry that you desire to do in life, may I suggest to you, my brothers and sisters, um, show yourself for it. Make an effort to do it. Don't always try, and I'm saying this uh, in, a, in a humble way, don't always try to pretend that um, you don't want to do it and you know you want to do it or you want to do it and you don't want to do it. But show yourself and make yourself available. Make you, make you, and let someone know that you are willing and you are available to do what needs to be done. Nothing in the ministry will get done. Nothing in the ministry will get done by just words. You can't just talk things into existence. You have to put your hands to work. This is what James said. You show me your faith without your work. And I'll show you my work without my faith, okay? So there are some, there's a, you have to put your hands to it. You have to, you have to roll your sleeves up. You have to get down to it and, and get things done. And, and what is so bad in most of our ministries today, we, we are depending on one or two people to do everything in the ministry. Ministry cannot grow like that. If that was the case, Jesus would have never chosen so many disciples. And each of those disciples were assigned to something special. It may not be recorded um, in, in, in the Word, but they were assigned. They were, if, even if it was just 
to to welcome someone in their group. And remember, there were more than just twelve disciples. There was one at one given time. There were seventy of them, and um, um, many of them just left Jesus. They they walk away. When Jesus said, "If you if you want to be like me, you have to eat my flesh and drink my blood." They thought he was strong, but but it's it's natural flesh and drinking his natural blood. And the Bible said many of them walked away and didn't walk with him anymore. They just left and never walked with him. Because there comes a time that in our ministries and stuff like that, uh, uh, you know, there are things that will be mentioned to you or given to you or presented to you that may be hard to swallow. But you don't walk away from the ministry. Okay, God, the ministry needs all of us. So you don't put the burden on one or two or three people. The ministry is for all of us. This is the kingdom of God. Working in his kingdom, working in the kingdom of God, we all are assigned to a special assignment, and we must carry out our assignments. We must, we must be effective in what we are doing. We must not be... Um, 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 lazy and um, and lackadaisical. We must be effective in what we are doing for God. If you notice here, Boaz, um, he told us that night that when the morning comes, matter of fact, he has to rest here tonight. But when the morning comes, if he doesn't redeem you, I will redeem you. He was a man to his word. Okay, and I remember. Um, back in the church, that's all we went by was our word. But these days, um, no one is sticking to the word. You hardly find a, a brother or sister or, or someone in church who's really sticking to their word. They say one thing to you, but they're meaning something else. Huh. And when you and when you ask them about it, they say, "Well, oh, you know, I didn't really mean that. You misunderstood. You misunderstood me. I, I didn't mean it that way. This is what I meant. You just mean to lie. That's all." You just you just not keeping your word, you know, and you find any way, any heart to get out of what you didn't do. Okay, so so our, our word is what we have. That that is our bond. That is our our commitment. That is our warmth. That is our our zeal in God. When we say let our yea be our yea and our nay be our nay, don't let us put no extra into it. Don't let us say we're going to do it and we don't do it. If you don't, if you don't want to do it, just say you're not interested. You don't want to do it. That's bottom line. Don't pretend. Don't be, don't be a phony. Don't be a hypocrite. A hypocrite is a dangerous person. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. Be honest. Be truthful. Be if 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 you get if you give your word to something and you find out that um, in the day that something's coming up that you wouldn't be able to care of then contact that person somewhere, somehow, or someone who's close to that person and give that person, let that person know, um, I know I said I'm going to do this, or this is supposed to be done, but I am caught up in what I'm doing, and I wouldn't be done before such and such a time. How hard is that? Just, just, Just be a man or a woman to your words. Be truthful to your words. God, you know, they used to sing a song back in the day that God can only use his soul that he can trust. Okay, keep on the firing line. Um, um, uh, if God can't trust you, He ain't gonna use you. Okay, and, you know. And if if, if 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 those that are in the church who are leaders over you, and if we who are leaders, if if those who lead in us that are leaders, if they can't trust us, how could God trust us? 
Amen, somebody. Amen. 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 It, is very, it is very important for us to keep our words and what we're doing. Boaz kept his word. He kept his word. And you will see that in a few minutes, okay? Um, so, again, let me read that again. The last part of that, he said, um, um, the last part of verse 2. And he turned aside and said, uh, and sat down, and he took ten men of the elders of the city and said, sit down here. So they sat down. Whenever you are going to make a, a decision that is going to affect others in your life, try and have witnesses with you. Try and have people with you, around you. So others say, no, you didn't say that. No, you didn't do that. And it's a shame we have to resort to that. Our words should really be our words. It's a shame we have to get witnesses to say, well, you did say that. You you said you was going to do this. And no, you know, so try and get witnesses. Try to get someone there, especially if you're doing counseling. You should never counsel, uh, a, a man should never counsel a woman by himself because anything could come out of it. A woman should not counsel Amen. a man, you know, by himself because anything could come out of it. If there comes a time counseling, especially um, where there's a single um, woman in war involved into it, that pastor should have his wife, the black lady, or have another member present with him. Yes, sir. Especially if it's in an office in a closed place. Okay? Um, so always guard yourself um, um, so that reproach would not come to the kingdom of God. Um, Boaz didn't have to do all of this, but he knows. He knows. Um, he had. He knows the history. What the law say? Okay. You must have witnesses. You must have witnesses. Okay. So um, chapter four starts uh, then with um, this mysterious close relative. He now showing up. Okay. Um, Boaz is willing to redeem Ruth, like I said, but um, the first option to do so. Um, is granted to this other man. Okay, um, you may have um, you may have um, a good you may have the capability of doing something in the ministry, but I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, you know, um, God always uses those who um, know where they're going. So if there is if you may be a novice but still know how to do it, but if someone who is there that is able to do it and is not a novice, always give that person a first chance. It's not a matter of no big eyes, small you. If someone is capable of doing it, um, and you know you are not capable of doing it um, to the best, um, be truthful and honest enough to give the space to that person. Well, um, brother pastor or elder or, or evangelist or woman of God or man of God, I, don't, I, I would like to do it. I am willing to do it but I don't have the capability. I, I don't know how to do it. I could learn how to do it, but this is not the learning stage at this point. It may be something that needs to be put in place right there and then. Amen? Amen. So you need to find, you need to be, you need to be, have a humble spirit, have a humble spirit, willing for someone else to who are able to do it and capable of do it, willing to do it to allow them to do it, okay? So um, this other man, okay, um, was was in first line. I believe Ruth loves Boaz, and, and, and 
and she has pledged her life to him. But yet still um, a struggle. There was a struggle there. There was, there, there was the, who's going to redeem her? Uh, who's, where the redemption story is going to come from? Would it be the best closest relative or would it be Boaz? Okay. Have you ever felt like this? Have you ever felt um, um, in a conflict? Um, have you ever felt that where is it coming from? Come on, guys. Have you ever felt confused in your in your in your spiritual walk with God? That am I doing this right, or will I do it right, or if I do it with this person, come in and say I should be doing that and I shouldn't be doing? Have you ever felt that way? I have felt that way many times. Amen. Amen. Yes. But 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 there but there but there is one thing you must learn to understand that we don't operate on feelings. It's just we don't live by sight. Okay, we live no, sir. by sight. Okay, we walk by sight and not by sight. Okay, not our feelings. We don't build ministries on our feelings. We don't worry about where it's coming from on our feelings. Okay, we put it today into the feet of the Lord. We we take it to the Lord and yes, sir. Jesus did. Amen. We leave it there. Amen. Let me um, um, continue because I feel myself picking up speed here. Um, you know, it's like a Mack truck, one of those Mack trucks. You, you get out of first, second, third, and fourth, and you get down to the fifth gate, you just start rolling, and you forget. <laughs> That's what usually happens sometimes when you're getting real sweet. Amen. But but let let me continue saying that. Um, here in, in in this chapter, you will see that our closest relative is re- relative is referring to the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, um, there was another relative in our life that were supposed that um, supposed to redeem us, but was not willing to redeem us. Okay, there was another relative in our life that was supposed to redeem us, but not willing to redeem us or couldn't. Redeem us, okay? Just like it was in the Ruth, in, in the book of Ruth, just like it was in our life, okay? So this is a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ, okay? Um, so I believe in my heart, and I want to say this, that um, if we have never had, uh, or Jesus Christ has never died for our sins to redeem us back, that this world would have been in so much chaotic state. Mm-hmm. Because from think about it, from 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 Cain and Abel, where murder was going on and intensifying, and 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 the, the stealing and murder and raping and every on and on. And today, look how bad it is today. Yes. So you can imagine yes. if the death, if the if the if the if Jesus didn't die and shed his blood for us, mm-hmm. how bad and messed up we would have been today. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Don't even know if some of us would have been here today. Okay, but that's that's. But thank God for the grace of God. Thank God for His shed blood. Amen. Have to give thank God you, Lord. For His shed blood out there. Someone ought to be grateful for His shed blood. Thank you, Lord. Had Amen. For Jesus on our side, where would we be this very day? How would we be alive? We would not be alive, but because of Jesus, because of his goodness, because of his mercy, we are alive. Thank you, God, give us the victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Look down to verse 3 and verse 4. 
Okay, and then when I finish these two verses, um, I will give um, a chance for questions. And, and then he said to the closest relative, Naomi, who has come back from the land of Mars, has to sell has to sell the price of the land which belongs to our brother Elimelech. Keep going. So I thought to inform you, saying, buy it for those who are sitting here and before the elders of my people. If you will redeem it, redeem it. But if not, tell me that I may know, for there is no one but you to redeem it, and I am after you. And he said, I will redeem it. Let me ask you, please, those of you that are on the line and talking with the phone on it, feeding back here, please. Um, um, let us try to... Um, it better be good. Where's my picture? I want my picture posted. <laughs> okay. Can we can we get the attention of that person, please? I wish I knew who it was. I would tell them to please get off the line. I thought it was interference. Amen. 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 Okay. Um, so here in chapter, in verse 3 and 4, um, there are only two ways Boaz says that a limitless property um, can be redeemed. Only two ways. Either the closest relative can do it or Boaz had to re- do it. Those are two ways. No other options are available. Um, so um, it seems to me here that um, this is dealing with two entities of the Bible. Now, I want you to remember that, two different things of the Bible. Look at what it says. Um, if you don't do it, I will do it. There's only two ways it can be done. Number one, uh-huh. you have to do it. If you don't do it, then I have to do it. There's only there's, either you're saved by the blood of Jesus Christ through faith, right? That's number one. Or you try, listen to what I'm saying, or you try to be saved by keeping the laws of God, all of the laws. Which one are you, which one you prefer? Either uh, you prefer the blood of Jesus Christ or you try to keep all of the commandments. I would rather the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Are you following where we're going with it? Amen. So, so, so it's important to see here that redemption, that redemption has to come through something. One way or the other. The law could not do it. The law was unable to do it. Yes. This other relative is an example of the law. Okay? Amen. The law could not die for us. All the law could have do was create more laws, more laws, more laws, more laws. And if you couldn't keep the first one, how would you keep all of the other laws? Amen. So, so no man can. So it's a, no man can. So it's important mm-hmm. for you to realize, number one, that you you are not saved by the law. 
the laws of the Old Testament. You are saved by the law of the grace of God, for in God's grace there dwells the laws of God. In his mercy and in his word, there are written laws in the laws of God's grace, not a ceremonial law, not laws that um, actually say, thou should not do this or go here or thou should not do this. Not that type of law, okay? But the laws that fulfill the entire, the entire scriptures or word of God, and that is found in his grace. Thank God for his grace. Amen. Thank, Thank God you. for yes. his mercy. Yes, Lord. Okay. Thank Our you. best efforts to keep God's law or, or to do anything that is to try to be saved doesn't work anything. It doesn't measure up to anything. We cannot do anything, absolutely nothing we can do to measure up with the death of Jesus Christ. Amen. It is impossible. It is impossible to live holy by the laws of, of the Old Testament. You've got to live holy according to the faith, faith in God. Only by faith in Jesus Christ can we live holy. You don't live holy by practicing not doing something. I know that mess with you. Because when you practice not doing something, it becomes work. But you've got to live by faith. Once you accept the teaching of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit is inside of you and it's really governing your life, you are now, you can restrain yourself from doing things. So you're not practicing not doing those things, but the Holy you're Spirit is now keeping you. are living by faith. Yes, sir. The Holy Spirit is now keeping you. The Holy hey, Spirit hey. is the keeper. If you want to be kept, it will keep you. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Okay. Thank it you, can Jesus. change different things. It, it can ch- I mean, I don't care how, you, how much you try um, to, um, not to drink. Okay, if the whole if, if some of us don't drink because we just don't drink, you know, that's mm-hmm. some of us don't smoke because we just don't smoke. But I am saying for for those who actually are drinkers and smokers, okay, you don't try to stop drinking or smoking to say you're saved or that you have the Holy Ghost. Okay, um, you get saved, you accept the teaching of God, you accept the Word of God, you get filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit and the Word of God claims the life. The Bible says, Amen. When you hear the truth, when you hear the Word of God preach, which is the truth, that it sanctifies your life. It sets you aside. You don't set yourself aside without the knowledge of the Word of God. Faith cometh by what? Hearing. Hearing. Hearing by the Word of God. Hearing by the Word of God. Mm-hmm. How can we hear without a preacher? Huh? How can we preach except we be sent to preach? Okay? That's right. So, so the word of God comes through the preaching. I'm sorry, faith comes through the preaching of God's word. The more you hear it, the more you hear it, it builds your faith. It builds your faith. Amen. Amen. And, and let me tell you, you got some some guys who are not saved, well, women who are not saved, who are, who are alcoholic and, and chain smokers. Some of them go to church and, and more faithful than those who don't smoke, who don't drink, 
who say they have the Holy Spirit, they're faithful in them. They're more mm-hmm. faithful in them. Yes. Fine. Fine. They're not pretending. They're not faking no mood. Okay? Mm-hmm. They know they're not right. But but let me tell you something. You want to see a real born-again person. Um, um, let, 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 let the Holy Ghost take someone that are, uh, a gang banger or chain smoker. Or Amen. Amen. Take them Amen. up and place them in the church. You want to see a real man or woman of God? Let one of them get saved. Let one of them end up in our church one day and just yield their, their self up and get to the house and give everything up. You will see faithfulness. Yes, but, 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 Lord. Yes, Lord. but individuals who have never experienced the world, who have never understand the world of them who have never been into anything. They don't know what to give up. They don't have anything no. to give up. Amen. <laughs> You're talking so 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 they don't know what to to to, to call themselves. Amen. Amen. But it's very important and I don't want to get off it so far. It's very important for you to realize that nothing else could have redeemed us. Nothing else could have saved us. Nothing else could have could have kept us to keep us. But the blood of Jesus. Thank God for the Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Um, So listen to me, thank God. Um, There's nothing wrong with the law, okay? There's nothing wrong with the law of God. It is perfect, the law. It is perfect and holy, and if if it could redeem us, it would have redeemed us. But, But it cannot redeem us, okay? There's only one problem wrong with the law, and that is we can't. We could not shed no blood. Amen, amen, okay, amen. So so it's not the law, amen, but it is. Apostle, can you repeat that? I'm sorry, can you repeat that, the one thing that's wrong with the law? There is one thing that is wrong with the law, and that is it cannot redeem us. Okay. We cannot keep it. We cannot keep the law without the Word of God. We cannot keep the law without the grace of God. We cannot. We need the grace of God. We need the Holy Spirit inside of us to keep us. If we try to, to if we try to keep the law on our own, we're gonna find ourselves. We may not be lying over there, but someone over there is committing adultery. We may not be committing adultery, but someone over there is is, is covering it. We may not become someone over there stealing. Hey, bro, Somewhere, somehow, okay? So it is very important for you to know that that's the problem with the law. It is good, but it cannot redeem us. Yes, sir. Apostle, if I can add on to that. Sure. If I can add on to that. The law, um, what the law does is it outlines what sin is. The things that God doesn't want us to do, but like you said, it doesn't keep us from not doing those things. It takes the Holy Ghost um, in dwelling in us to keep us from refraining from doing those things because the Bible says greater is he that is in us. That's the Holy Ghost in us than he that is in the world that's going to keep us from doing those things. You've got to have Christ in you in order to keep you from doing the very things that he is saying is sin. You don't keep yourself. We don't keep ourselves. Sin isn't just always, just always a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. And I remember you saying sometimes we try to fight um, physically something that is spiritual. But it takes yeah. spiritual to fight spiritual. You need Christ to fight those spiritual things that you're dealing with. Amen? Yeah. 
And that's yeah. why we need God inside of us in order to um, um, to walk this daily life. Because yeah. without him, you're just going to slip right back into the thing that you're begging God to come out of and that you've asked God to deliver you from. That's why we need him in us daily. Amen. Amen. And, and, and it couldn't be well better put. Amen. That is a good observation. And in saying that, I think a good chapter and book that we can look at that deals with the Lord is the book of Romans, chapter 7. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, uh, Romans, chapter 7, is obviously the best place that we can to look for this, but um, it clearly shows that it's not the law that is wrong, but that we no, are sir. wrong. It is us. This is what Paul will call and say, uh, is the law a sin? No. Okay, um, 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 the law is no sin. Okay, we are the one. We are the wrong um, uh, that that deals with the law. We can't deal. We can't handle it. We can't. Keep no, sir. It. Okay, so therefore it becomes that doesn't become wrong, but what the outcome that we do becomes wrong, and so therefore it paints a picture that the law is not good, but the law is good. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay, the law is holy. It's it's a it's, it's a commandment from God. They're commandments from God. God. So anything that comes from God is holy. It's holy and righteous and good. Amen. I think that that I mean that that's what Paul says. Holy is righteous. It's good. For possible, we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, or soul yes, bondage to sin. I am called. Yes, sir. So there is Born in sin, shaped in iniquity. In the bondage of sin, this sin, this sin. You know, I'm sold under carnality. Okay, Paul, Paul goes on to say, who shall deliver us? Who mm. shall deliver me? Okay, um, and, and he said, thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. In other words, he's saying, well, I, I know the law couldn't do it. Um, 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 no other man could do it. Nothing else could do it but Jesus Christ. Thanks mm-hmm. be to God. Mm-hmm. So it's important here for you to see what is happening here. This is a redemptive story of us, brothers and sisters. God here, God here is truly, is truly dealing with our the nature of us. The nature. Can't you understand? There is a nature in all of us which needs to be teamed. It needs to be teamed. It needs to, uh, when you go into the, uh, then you probably find a, a wild animal and it, it's wild. It needs to be teamed. It needs to, it needs, we need to, our nature, we need to be teamed because we don't have the nature of God in us. And the nature of God is to do right, to do righteousness. We are yes, wild. That's the, the the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you know, that we ate from, our forefathers ate from, produces a lineage of, of error in our lives, of sin in our lives. And, and so as a result, we are unable now to do what is right. Therefore, we cannot do it on our own. So Jesus Christ had to shed his blood and become the redeemer for our lives, the redeemer yes, of our souls, the redeemer's back. To himself. Amen, somebody. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, so, 
So, so there is only one and only one who could redeem Ruth. That is Boaz, okay? Boaz. Likewise, there's only one who is our redeemer, who is Jesus. our redeemer and Mary, and that is able to redeem us. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And, um, at, at the end of Romans chapter 7, when you have a chance, you can read that Paul makes a discovery, okay? And, and the discovery is that, uh, that he doesn't just have a problem, but he is the problem. He don't just Amen. But he is the problem, okay? Um, he, he finally says, oh, wretched man that I am, who should have right. from this body of death, okay? I, I mean, at this point in our lives, or in who, whoever that point, you're at your final stage. You know there's, you've tried everything. Have you tried everything in your life and it didn't work? Have you tried being the best, preaching the best? man of God, a woman of God, the best saint in the church, and it didn't work? Because you tried. But if you allow the Holy Spirit to do it through you. That's right. You can't do it by yourself. You can't do it on your own. You can't do it by yourself. Allow the Holy Spirit to do it through you. Look at yes, verse. Sir. Let's go to verse 7 and 10, and then I'll post questions and respond. I want to cover a little bit more ground there. Okay. Verses 7 and 10. Okay. Um, someone from the King James Version, read it for me, please. So now this was the manner in former time in Israel concerning redeeming and concerning changing. For to confirm all things, a man plucked off his shoe and gave it to his neighbor. And this was a testimony in Israel. Read through 10 or just jump straight to 10. Okay. What verse is that about? Uh, 10? I stopped at 7. You want me to read through 10? Read on, on, on the way to 10. Yes, sir. Therefore the kinsman said unto Boaz, Buy it for thee, for he drew off his shoe. And Boaz said unto the elders and unto all the people, Ye are witnesses this day, that I have bought all that was Elimelech, and all that was Chilion's and Malon's, and hand of of the hand of Naomi, excuse me. Moreover, Ruth and the Moabites, the wife of Malon, have I purchased to be my wife to raise up the name of the dead upon his inheritance, that the name of the dead be not cut off from among his brethren, and from the gate of his place ye are witnesses this day. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, so what happened here? The closest relative couldn't redeem or didn't want to redeem. Okay? Now, first of all, the sandals came off. Okay? Uh, you know, you, you find a lot of people with big mouths in ministry, loud mouths. They say they're going to do something, they're going to do it, and the next day, oh, wait, wait a minute. Uh, and I, I, well, when they find out what it's, oh, oh, wait a minute. Uh, I didn't know it was all of that. Hmm. Okay, I, I I don't think I don't think I'll be able to go. I don't think I'll be able to be there. I don't think I I could afford it. Um, you know, I I have this when it's time to sow into ministries and do work for ministry, but I really have to do this, you know. And and and, and you know, I I just don't understand. I'm afraid in God. Hmm. I I don't understand the level of this age Christians so called and not not saints of God. 
and you know I'm referring to people in church. I don't understand the level of our faith. We we are so simple-minded when it comes to the provisions of God. We 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 forget who gives us what we have. Um, everything we have comes from God. Everything that we have belongs to God. He gave it to us in the first place. Yes, sir. And we, we refuse to to say, Lord, I bless you with this. Lord, okay. I. I, I, I'm going to give this to you, but I, I can't do it right now because this is all I have. And he's looking at me and saying, really? Mm. Are you really saying that to your creator? Mm. You said you're going to do it, and now you found out what what needs to be done. You decide you ain't going to do it no more. This nearest relative said, oh, yeah, I will, I will get that land. You know, I, I'll get it. I'll, I'll find it back. But when he found out that that Ruth was a a, a mob, a Moabitess, he he said, oh, "Wait a minute." Now, on second thoughts, I don't think I'll do that. Mm-hmm. You have people like that working in your ministry, working in your auxiliary. You you want you want to do this and do that. Wait a minute now. I, I don't think you're trying to be all of that. I I don't think I could afford this. None of us can afford it. But there must be a sacrifice. Yes. There must be a point in our lives where we decide that we, you know, it's not all of, it's not about me anymore. It's not about Hayward. It's not about about you. It's, it's about it's about the Lord Jesus Christ. It's about yes. His kingdom. Yes. I I I want to you know you know it's amazing my brothers and sisters for that. You know, the Bible says on that day he will say to you, uh, um, you know, well done, thou good and anointed servant. Did it say that? It didn't say thou anointed servant. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. No, but well done, thou good and faithful servant. Faithful servant. You could be anointed and not faithful. Amen. You could be full of the word and have knowledge, but not Amen. faithful. You could be boastful and high-minded and self-centered and not Amen. faithful. Not yes, willing sir. and worthy to do what you're supposed to do. Amen. Because you did not initiate it. You want to be the initiator. Someone else came up with a vision, an idea, and a plan, and you decide, oh, I can't do it because this is so-and-so, a brother so-and-so. I No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> that is sinful, my brothers and sisters. You got to be willing, willing. You got to be willing to commit, willing to do, willing to give, willing to stand. So look at it. Sanders came on and given to another. What is this? This is a symbolic sign that we are not willing to walk no more. When his shoes is off, the territory, you don't walk over territory no more. You, you decide you don't want it anymore. When your shoe is on, then you can take the ground. You, you're willing to keep the ground. But if you take your shoes off, you're reposing, you're resting, you're getting out of the field. Here, this was to was the um, custom of back in the day and time that um, they would take um, witnesses and and they would um, bring the two parties together and and make it known to the 
witnesses. In this case, there were ten witnesses, and ten represent the ten commandments, the Old Testament, the ten commandments. So they had the ten. They had the law. They had the law could... So they had witnesses to prove it. The Ten Commandments were there. The laws were there. And what happened? They were not, he was not willing. He couldn't do it. That's why he, he took off his shoes? He took off his shoes. But he was not willing to redeem. The reason why he took off his shoes because he was not willing to redeem. Okay. This, this is proof that I am no. I don't want to do it. So here's my proof. I take my shoes off, give it to you, and you take my shoes. Now you can wear. You can walk in my shoes. Have you ever heard the sir say, "Walk in my shoes"? I can't walk in his shoes. I walk. Well, if I'm walking in his shoes, it means that I'm taking your responsibility. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was the tra- tradition. That was the tradition. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to walk in some of these shoes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, I, I, I really don't walk in some of these shoes. Um, let me pause it for a second. I'll come back, pick up from there, just to find out are there any questions or any response. Are there any questions or response? Come on, somebody. Um, I, I have a little bit to add to that, a, a comment of sorts. Okay. Um, how you how you were talking about how, you know, like we, like we need to be fully dedicated. How sometimes we're all like, oh, we'll do it, and then once once it happens, once it gets there, once we get our opportunity to show our faith. We just back off sometimes, like, oh, no, I can't do that. You want me to go in the bathroom and, you know, clean the floors? You want me to restock the toilet paper? That's not my job. Like, we back off from it because sometimes we just feel like, oh, we're above that. I was listening to a message tonight, actually, and what the what the man of God was preaching about was humility because once we... Like, I feel like we lose our humility. We don't know that we need to know our place in Christ. We need to be able to serve. And that's why many times we mess up. Many times, honestly, when when bad things happen, sometimes, really, it's our fault because we're not being faithful like we should be. We're not, like, we're trying to, like you said the other time, you know, a few weeks ago, we're trying to be the pastor. We're trying to be in charge. We want it our way, or we're not going to do it at all. All and right. So many times we mess up, and we can mess everything up, you know, because wow. we want to be high-minded. We yeah. want to be that person that, you know, maybe the person that everyone relies on. Sometimes we can mess up by trying to be – we can mess up with good intentions, but still, we need to know our place. We need to be faithful to God first. Hmm. My God. Amen. God bless you, Amen. sir. Thank you for those Amen. remarks. Amen. Know our place in God and, mm-hmm. um, and stay in our place in God because God um, places in the body of Christ, and as he places in the body of Christ, he's given all of us an assignment to do it. I was talking 
earlier to um, our presiding bishop, and I said, you know, it's, God has just given me a, a, a little insight here. It's amazing that um, the, the body, the human body works um, um, together at all. When it's functioning right, it works together and not out of order. For example, when the brain, when you say I'm going towards the door in front of you and the brain, the brain send that message to your feet and your feet start walking going forward. What if one, your left foot decided to want to turn backwards and your right foot oh. going forward? Huh? Oh. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought of that today, and that's amazing. You, you know, mm-hmm. that's what's happening in the body of Christ. We, yeah. we, you know, we, we, the 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 message comes to us to go forward, and a part of us want to, yeah, your eyes don't say, you know, wait a minute, let me let me smell right now, let me smell. No, no, yeah, I need you to look and see for me, so that mm. you can uh, allow my feet to walk in the right pathway. Okay, um, I don't need my ears smelling for me. I needed to hear songs so when dangers are coming to, to warn me, you know, I, I, need, I need, so they need to function properly. And so Amen. When, we, when we honestly are in the right place of God and functioning properly, um, there will be order. There would not, you know, there would be the right um, 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 system that we can follow. Amen, somebody. Yes. Amen. I know I say questions and answers, and I don't want to take over your time. Um, are there any more um, questions or comments? Well, I have a comment. Okay. It's just a little something that uh, listen to uh, the third and the fourth verse of Ruth. Uh, it is evident that the hand of God is at work, and. When you read these book these books, you look at them with eyes of faith. Jesus, the Messiah, represents all the people of the earth, and if God can accept Gentiles like Ruth and incorporate them into His plan of salvation, then there's hope for all of us. Through Boaz and Ruth, not only was a threatened family rescued from extinction, but we were threatened. And he said his son, Jesus Christ, to rescue us from extinction. And this is what I see in this book, these two chapters that I was in on, that the hand of Jesus was at work. And if we looked and read this book with eyes of faith, we could see it so plainly. And I thank you for this Bible study. Amen. 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 The hands of God is at work. It's really working. Amen. Can we truly say that in our lives? Can we see the hands of God working in our lives? Is there evidence of this fact that he's working in our lives? Amen. Are we allowing him him to work in our lives? Or are we taking the leadership from him and doing it ourselves? Oh, Lord, no. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. My God, my God. Amen. Are there any other yep. comments or any other questions? I have a question. What you just said? Um, excuse me for earlier. My phone had died, and I was a whole lot of stuff going on in the house. But um, you saying if we're taking the leadership from God, how do you know? How do we know if it's us or if it's truly of God? I, um, can we answer the question again, please? As far as 
taking the leadership from God or following God's leadership? How do we know if it's us leading ourselves or if it's God truly moving us to certain places? Okay. Anyone want to respond to that um, question? Would anyone like to respond to that question? Um, uh, yes, I, I would like to say something to that. Okay, um, go ahead. For, for like, in, in uh, to answer that question, we, we can know that it's God leading us when we are in order, when we're together, when we're in unity. Because if it's man leading, then... There's no way. I mean, you can get a lot of people to follow you. You can get a lot of people on board. But somewhere there will be disharmony. Somewhere there will be disunity. And only God, the God of order, can have everything where he wants it to be, everything how he wants it to be. Because somewhere somewhere down the road, if man's leading, it will fall apart. Everything will fall apart. But if God's in charge, if God's the one leading, if we're not trying to take control from him, then everything, I mean, things things might not seem like everything's going good at some point, but there will definitely be progress. There will definitely be, you know, like, there will be a goal at the end. There will be something, there will be fruit. So, if if we're trying to take it away from God and leading ourselves, we will we will know that it's not God that's leading us because we will fall and we won't be able to get back up from that. Amen. Are there any other um, response to that question? Well, Apostle Nephilim, if I may say something here. Yes. There there were some guys that rose up against Moses, Dothan and Korah and those men that thought that Moses was not God's spokesman. Mm. And so they decided they was going to, you know, get their little team together and <laughs> go against man. God told Moses, back up, I'm going to show you something. And if you don't have God's spirit in you, you will have the wrong spirit in you, and you're going to rebel against submission. You're going to rebel against the teaching of obedience because you're going to come up with your own theory. And when you start listening to everybody, you're just like a needle in a haystack and somebody can't find you and you can't even find yourself. So the the word tells us to be still. God said be still. And you find people today, they aren't willing to be settled in God. They want to move about. They want to become the head and not even be a good follower yet. And I always say this, if you can't follow, my God, you sure ain't going to be in the right place to try to lead nobody. Because your head is the administrator of your body. And if your head tell your feet to move, guess what? Your whole body going to move with it. So the answer to that, whoever it is, you need to find out what kind of spirit you got. Then you know whether that is the man of God that you think or not. Amen. 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 Uh, thank you for Amen. those um, those Amen. responses. And let me also say to, in response to that question, um, there's only the only interpretation we have is the Word of God. 
Um, and so you can always know that if one is not doing it by God or taking it from God, if they're using their own ideology or their own um, knowledge or inputs, you don't need anything to interpret the Word of God. The Word of God interprets itself. Everything that we, every answer that we need is in the book. Amen. Every every direction we need is in the book. And so if you need, if you want to know, then just look at the person that is teaching. Are they teaching the Word of God? The Word of God, is it, is it from the Bible or is it from some, you know, song books or some tapes or some CDs or some, and some made-up um, 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 phrase or whatever, and and now it's it's like something that everyone is following after. Jim Jones had a movement too, okay, mm-hmm. and and we see what happened with Jim Jones, okay. Mm-hmm. David Crush, okay, had a movement too down there in in Texas, and we mm-hmm. saw what happened with him and all those people, okay. You know what I and, and so let me just add this. I I how in the world would you see a man that have on those big thick glasses? And still say he's the savior. Mm. Huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God! Thought about it that way. Uh, yeah. No thick glasses he had on. He, he really see. needed them. He, he can't see, and he's yeah. the savior. <laughs> you can always know when people is out of line, my brother. Who asked the question? Or when they're taking it or trying to do it their way? Um, use it. It's like. It's like, it ain't gonna last, and like the other, like the other um, brother said, that it ain't gonna last. Somebody's gonna suffer. Somebody's gonna fail. It's not yeah. saying um, when you are in the truth that there would not be conflict. Jesus had conflict among his disciples. Okay, yeah. there were conflicts. Someone wanted to sit on the right. Someone wanted to sit on the left. And you can imagine um, two disciples ask, asking that question, and all the other disciples saying, "Don't you think there was a conflict? So who do you think you are? What about us?" You know, why can't we sit? Why do you have to sit? Okay, so there will always be a conflict, but the ending result produces glory if it is in God. Yeah. Okay, so that that is important. Okay, um, uh, let us kind of bring this to a close for tonight because um, we are running out on time, and I don't want to over keep you, but I just want to read, um, I want you to read chapter 4, verse 11 and 13, those two verses. 11, 12, 13, and then we will end it, please. We would not really talk about it, but we would just read that so we would bounce off that next week. Um, are you still there, sir? Can you read for us? I guess he's gone. I'll read it. Okay, go ahead. And all the people that were in the gate and the elders said, We are witnesses. The Lord make the woman that is come into thine house like Rachel and like Leah, which too did build the house of Israel. And do thou worthily Ephratah, and be famous in Bethlehem. And let the house be like the house of Pharez, whom Tamar bare unto Judah, of the seed of which the Lord shall give thee of this young woman. So Boaz took Ruth, and she was his wife. And when he went into her, the Lord gave her conception, and she bare a son. And the woman said unto Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, which has not left thee this day without a kinsman, that his name may not may be famous in Israel. 
Amen. Okay, that's what it says. Okay. We're going to bounce off that. From that, I want you to look into these, into the idea about um, God blessing your womb, even after you've been barren for so long. Remember, Ruth didn't have no children or anything. No children. No, God didn't have none. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, God would bless your ministry. Mm-hmm. No matter how barren it may be, God can bless your ministry. Okay. And as a result, your ministry would produce fruit, okay, and you would be fruitful in the sight of God. So just um, the remainder of this chapter, please, and we will finish this. We'll visit this on Monday of next week, Monday of next week. I want to thank all of you that have joined us tonight. Thank you for questions. Thank you for response, and thank you for your inputs. Appreciate that you were part of us. Tonight, please remember that this is an extended ministry of for them, Faith Chapel's in it, Apostolic Ministry. And for you who join us late tonight, um, this we are located in um, two locations at the present time. Our headquarters is in Rochester, New York. The address is 1119 Joseph Avenue, Rochester, New York. And the phone number is 585. 585- Two seven zero forty eight sixty one, and the presiding bishop, our presiding bishop Samuel White Jr., is the senior pastor there and the prelate of this work. We are also located here in Midville, Georgia, three zero four Murphy Street, Midville, Georgia, three zero four four one, and our phone contact four seven eight two zero six twenty ninety one. That is 478-206-2091. Please remember that we are still soliciting and asking for your donations, financial donation for the completion of our temple here in Georgia. We are still in need of much help, and we ask you if you're going to send us a financial donation to please make the check payable. If it is a check to Zenith Apostolic Ministry, that is Z-E-N-I-T-H, Zenith Apostolic, A-P-O-S-T-L-I-C, Ministry. And um, the mailing address for the office is 400, 400 Murphy Street, Midville, Georgia, 30441. We would appreciate your help. And all of you in Central Georgia area, don't forget our upcoming Mother's Day program, um, that will be held at the Robinson Grove Missionary Baptist Church on Highway 56 right here in Midville. And that will be May 7th, May 7th at 3 p.m. Um, until featuring on that program would be Bishop Samuel White, our presiding prelate, and um, the Faith Chapel Praise and Worship Singers along on that also will be featuring the Gospel Tone of Midville, Georgia, and the Gospel Resurrection of Millen, Georgia. Our host pastor there is Nehemiah Dishman. Again, thank you, and we look forward in seeing you there. If you can't make it, please send us an offering to that address that I will give you. Appreciate you. God bless you. Look forward in seeing you again on Monday. And for all of those that are in the New York area, please be reminded, be reminded that tomorrow is Bible study night. And um, you are uh, supposed to be in the house of God at 7 p.m. Also, please give a friend or someone.
this number so that they can be a part of our study also on Monday and Wednesday. God bless you and um, look forward to seeing you again. Have a good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Amen. Good night. Good night. Good night, night. everybody.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.